0: Hello and welcome to Depleted, the Melbourne Demons podcast. Neats, we're third on the ladder. We're
1: finals band, Peggy. I <laughs> think so. Uh,
0: what was your take on the blockbuster showdown with Fremantle?
1: Well, it was quite funny because you and I um, had a little bit of an argument beforehand, if you remember.
0: So uh, it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it <laughs> was of, pretty
0: sour. wasn't you it? You were
1: really, really sour with me because it was basically, you know, it's really hard to watch games in Mexico because of the time difference, obviously. And this is one of the very few times where the time difference actually worked in our favor. It was eight forty-five on a Friday PM. night, yeah. yeah, which is a great time. And we were at um, this place which is called Jardim Paraíso, which is it translates to like Paradise Garden and it's just this beautiful outdoor bar and it's really fun and it was I mean look, people in Mexico City are definitely acting as if COVID is a thing of the past even though it very really I like is the way it, you said
0: people in Mexico City like yeah 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 as if I'm yourself. divorced
1: from those people yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no no I, Kieran I take COVID seriously yeah anyway. okay. but we were at Jardim Paraíso and we were in the garden and it's just this beautiful place and you know with like beautiful beer garden with like great music and great drinks and everything and I was well on my way actually for a, yeah you
0: were Several drinks. I in. was
1: several drinks in at I had eight like, thirty-five p.m. Yeah, I think I had like four mezcal's at that point. I was like, you know, doing my really aggressive Mexican accent when I speak Spanish, which is always really <laughs> amusing. Um, and then you sort of interrupted me and told me very uh, briskly that we had to go.
0: Yeah, and it took us at least another half an hour to get home and missed the first twenty minutes. Um, and I think I usually try and keep a pretty even keel, but I can be very petulant when I've missed a few minutes he was of a game. so mad at Especially I... when I feel like it's completely unnecessary. But I just felt sour. like we
1: could just watch the game right after we got home. Like, why didn't we watch the game like is, another three hours later? This
0: is round one Melbourne Fremantle, right? you got to give the game respected respect it deserves. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry for not, for not respecting the, um, the time slot and yeah. for the, the fixture.
0: It, it is a good win though. I mean, look, Fremantle looked pretty broken, um, there's so many injuries and you know, they look quite average, to be honest. They just but,
1: don't have a forward line, you know? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think that their midfield is actually very good, yeah. but they don't have a forward line. And right. we, we, our, or a Ruckman. Or we a Shuffle. Ruckman. Yeah. And our forward line is a bit of a ramshackle operation as well at the moment in mm. terms of just trying to see who we can fit in there. But it's not as bad as Fremantles is right now.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so
1: that said, They did have Tabena, who is meant to be sort of a key forward. and
0: They had but I think we have a bit more depth in our next tier of players um and them not having walters was huge because they're so reliant on him um but yeah and then the
1: injuries they have in terms of hamley and alex pierce were really rough
0: yeah but i thought it was a pretty solid win i mean look it was not a very high quality exciting game i've been reading a lot of commentary in the media about how footy's back and back to the great free-flowing stuff this wasn't the most exciting of games but it was pretty open so it is you know is easy easy enough to watch?
1: Uh, honestly, after watching Melbourne over the past, you know, however many years I've supported Melbourne, I've seen way worse. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's it's funny when people talk about the state of the game. I just feel like there might be the state of the game and there might be the state of Melbourne's. Right.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> Melbourne's game, which yep. is always a little bit different. In
0: two very separate tracks. Yeah, yeah, do you know what
1: I mean? Like, people, I think, are, are comparing, you know, the state of the game to how Geelong or Richmond play. But, I don't know, mine is a little bit of a different standard. Yeah,
0: Totally. Um, all right, we're going to get into a few new segments for this You're really
1: year. trying it with a new segment. So just okay. trying some new gimmicks. To well, can I you. tell you what happened to all of our loyal listeners? Kieran, um, there was like a Facebook, uh, thread about in one of the Facebook Melbourne Demons fan podcast. There was a Facebook thread where somebody asked, which is your favorite, demons fan podcast and we were not really mentioned and oh, so we're we'll mentioned by your cousin we'll mention no, we mentioned by really my cousin can't. my cousin's kind of like an influencer slash troll hmm. um for those of you who don't know him his name is Alok Rao and he's very um well known in this social circles actually just a funny story on Alok do you mind if I segue please so it was actually really really funny I distinctly remember <laughs> maybe around like six years ago or something I was at a bar and all um, or how all or good stories start. And I was, this was when we were living in Australia, so it must have been it must have been like seven years ago or something. And I was in a bar, and I met this guy at a bar, and he was a Melbourne fan, and um, he was with some other people who were also Melbourne fans, and we're all talking about um, uh, just like the footy forums on Facebook and that type of thing. And the funniest thing happened because this guy said to me, he goes, "You know, I got kicked out of this particular footy fan forum group," and I said, "Oh, what happened?" And he goes. I got kicked off because I started defending this guy named Arlok Rao. Basically, this guy Arlok was like posting controversial opinions and like offensive things about various players and whatever. And then this guy, you know, I think thought that it was his job to sort of exonerate Arlok Rao's, um, you know, right mm. to free speech, right to a political expression in these Melbourne when, when fan forums. really
0: forum he groups, should have himself. 100%. No, and then no.
1: as a result of that, he also happened to get kicked out of the group. And I just pissed myself because I, and I turned around to the guy and said, look, I hate to say this, but that Alok Rao is my cousin. Like he's my blood relative and (laughs) he's.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The apple doesn't fall far from the. No, it actually does. It really does. I
1: like to think it does. Anyway. So that's, that's Alok Rao. So you might, you guys must know him on the fan forums. He's also known as Al Ray. Um, What are his other pseudonyms? Uh,
0: He's got a lot of pseudonyms because he gets kicked off Facebook very frequently. Right. um, um, but
1: anyway, sorry. So, so
0: He's a strong supporter of us, is the point. Yes,
1: and he was the one who was uh, on this particular fan thread you know basically evangelizing our podcast unfortunately we had no other supporters aside from those who were related to me that's because our supporters
0: are too thoughtful and measured uh, (laughs) to get in the weeds of some kind of facebook
1: well so because of this kieran now feels like we need to revamp our entire operation and, and basically create a whole new bunch of segments all right well so here we are guys sorry that was a very long segue yeah and
0: a great sell of the new segments okay yeah we're gonna have some new segments the first segment is the neil danaher for the week which is the positive the really, really heartwarming thing that came out of it. Okay. What was that for you?
1: Uh, for me, I have to say it was the defence. I, I think that they all just looked really composed. They were all gelled together really well. I mean, it was just great to see May, and Lever, Tomlinson, hmm. Jetta looked good. Um, you the, know, those
0: first three names are people that we've truly attacked we've, over the years. Yeah, yeah.
1: But well, no. Oh, well, t- I'm
0: very happy. I have to say that Tomlinson is playing in defence. I mean. He was always a defender. The he's idea he was there. a winger was a joke. I agree. And we didn't need it there, defender, really, at the time. But he's very competent in that role, so I'm glad he's there.
1: Right. And I thought that Jeddah Rivers and Salem played well. Like, or, you know, they all yeah. just looked good enough, I would say. I think
0: Salem was a little bit quiet. Yeah. Um. He but wasn't he,
1: really accumulating, but...
0: But he was always handy. Jeddah was good.
1: I thought Jeddah was very really
0: good. Really good. That was his best game in a while.
1: I think so, Yeah. And Rivers, I mean, I, well, he was a little bit quiet as well, but he did his job. And so for me, yeah. the back six looks very settled, oh, totally. which is a real highlight.
0: And you, um, and I have to concede. I mean, I'm not a big one for praising Lever, but he's been looking really good.
1: A lot better. I mean, aside from that kick for goal. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, he's, he's not recruited for his goal kicking. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But I, aside from that, he really does look like the aerialist that we thought we were investing in. So,
0: And what I'm hopeful for is, obviously, <laughs> Freeman had no forward line, so, you know, time will tell, but... I'm hopeful that Tomlinson can take the second key forward of, of the teams that are actually good and allow Lever to play that kind of coordinating and intercepting role, which he's very good at.
1: Yeah, and I think that ultimately they'll just get more confidence as they play together more. And mm. so my hope is that we just, we've just we got a really great back, settled back six now with hopefully no injuries because that's the problem as well with Lever. He hasn't really been able to get his body right. And then May was on the team when, you know, there's always been a bit of a disjunct between the back line. But... Right. It looks like now it's getting more and more settled in some continuity.
0: Yeah. My Neil Danher is a very obvious one, but worth saying. Tom McDonald. Yeah. Um, he looked absolutely cooked, really. I don't think any <laughs> Melbourne supporter thought that he should be on the list as a forward. Well, and it seems Melbourne were like
1: pretty desperate to get rid of him last season, weren't they? They were.
0: And in a way, I mean, rightly so, so looking at his performances and looking at his condition... Um, and I was very happy to hear in the preseason that they were trying to groom him for a role on the wing because I think that's always been his best position. But with the injuries, he got his chance again at, in the forward line and he was great. He was really, really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm really hopeful. You know, I mean, look, it's been a bit of a long road mm. insofar as he started as this backman and then he had this sort of come, come to Jesus moment as a forward and then mm. that's him to disappear. And now hopefully he can get his body right. Or he's, he's looking slimmer, he's looking a lot fitter and hopefully yeah. he can get his real... Um, you know, he can show off his real aerobic capacity with the new rule changes, which really do help in a lot of ways lead up forwards.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. And and I think from all reports, he was trying to really bulk up because he wanted to be able to beat the, you know, the big key backs. But maybe he's now recognized that his thing is his mobility and speed. And there's not many people that can keep up with him for a whole game. And if, right. he, if he can float into the midfield, pick up some possessions here and there, um, even to half back, you know, get... 20-odd possessions and a few marks and maybe a couple of goals here and there. I mean, he doesn't need to be our permanent full forward to be have an impact,
1: right? No, not at all.
0: Um, and the team looks so much better when he's doing well so so good for him because I think it is quite depressing to watch Oh, it this, must be know.
1: extraordinarily yeah. demoralizing to have you know the weight of the world on your shoulders in a lot of ways people yeah. seeing you I mean the fact that they went out and recruited Ben Brown and Mad Jack yeah. says a lot about how they saw your own the level of confidence they had in his ability so I mean I think it's a real it's a real testament to, to his character right okay and what's the next segment Kieran
0: so the next segment which I'm proud of is the Mark Neild. For the real negative downer mm, of the week um, I see which is a bit hard to, after a round one loss but right yeah, and what's negative. yours
1: for this week is
0: I have to say it was Jaden hunt um I thought he was very underwhelming just mistake prone like that that moment where he ran off the half back line um leaving his man unopened to score a goal from 50. It it just illustrates that he shouldn't be in defense. Right. I mean, I know he started in defense and did a little bit when he started up, but he doesn't that have was the composure. Years ago now. He doesn't have the composure for it and he makes mistakes. But in the forward line, even in the last quarter, he did a couple of nice things in the forward line. He does have something.
1: He's got pace. Yeah, but. And he does want the ball in his hands and he does like going forward and trying to kick a goal.
0: Yeah. I just think he's one of these people. He's almost like the opposite of Salem or Jeddah. Mm. You know, he panics when he's under pressure. And I think it's different when you're in the forward line, you mm. know? Maybe there's less pressure to to get something right. Whereas in defense, if you screw up, you look really bad. Yeah. Um, People
1: so, are savage on defenders.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. So, I don't know. I think, look, he might um, survive this week now that Harms is apparently out. Harms um, yeah. is out for
1: a while, it seems. Harms
0: is out for a while. Mm. So, anyway, that's my mark kneeled. What's your mark Neil for this week?
1: You know, mine is still the forward line. <laughs> mm. And I think that, you know, the reality is, is they their forward line is really quite savage. I mean, with mm. no Walters, Hogan's left the club. Um, they're sort of left with Taberna and then you know, sort of Lockie Schultz as like a forward threat. But they don't really have a, Fremantle doesn't don't really have a great forward line. The thing is, I would say that we don't really have that great a forward line either. And I'm a bit nervous about what that forward line looks like going into next week against the Saints, mm. or even going against um, you know better back better uh, defences than Fremantles. So... We've got,
0: some, we've got some handy players in there now. I mean...
1: Spargo Kozzi played was really looking well. pretty
0: good. Spargo had a great game. Yeah, Fritch Spargo had a really good is game. is always threatening. Yeah. And with Tom McDonald I moving, mean, it's not terrible. I
1: mean, I still just don't see where the focal sort of point of the attack is coming from. And no. so I'm still a little bit juries out on that. But yeah. I'm just a little bit nervous about it. Because I still don't think that we looked all that uh, convincing going inside forward 50. Did you? Not
0: really. But... I don't know. I am I'm, I am hopeful about Fritch. Um, I know we've been waiting a little bit for him to really have that complete dominant season, but he just looks at moments like he can.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Um, he and he's, does. he's very mobile. And yes, he's not a big gorilla, but I think he could get a lot of space and right. kick, kick quite a lot of goals this year. But I
1: still think West, our forward line is a little bit track dependent insofar yeah. as even when it looked like Fremantle were coming, because their midfielder was all over us actually towards the end of the game. They were playing right. really well. Andy Brasher in particular. Um, But I think that you know, we really needed something special from track in order to make that forward line work. And that's the part that makes me nervous because other teams know how to shut down like players who are like, you know, superstar players really.
0: No, that's right. That's right. I mean, that's the reason why we can't win the flag this year. I think it's pretty obvious, right? Well, I
1: mean, mean, winning the flag. I mean, I think there's various reasons why we can't win the flag this year, but okay.
0: Well, I think we've got close to the best defense in the league.
1: I, I agree, and I with think that.
0: our midfield, on its day, can hold its own. With anyone. I agree, I agree. Still uh, a little bit
1: one pace, but still,
0: it's one pace. But it, it's you know we can win the ball, yeah. Um, and if track is a day out, whatever, but the but forward line, line is, still is just not is, is, is going to hold us back. I yeah. think. Um, Nits. So the next segment is one I'm very excited about. I'm sure you, you are. Um, this is the Cam Pederson for the moment of unexpected brilliance, and what this was... is this is an honor of um, Pedersen's late goal, which I'm sure we all remember. Uh, against brisbane to seal the game um in a 20 possession and three goal performance um i'm sure we all remember that yeah well, my my probably my favorite player for do you biggest. know
1: what the most unexpected cam Patterson performance for me was when he appeared on my uh proposal podcast because uh, yeah. you organized for that to happen
0: <laughs> that's a, another longer story which we'll get into but now nah, ripping blood cam um
1: we do love cam Patterson on the deluded podcast we do
0: he's the best um Unexpected brilliance needs.
1: Yeah, for me, it was actually Charlie Spargo. Mm. And I only say this because, no, well, you know, a few years ago, we thought he looked a bit. Last year. Even last year. No, last year he didn't. He looked okay in some games. Oh, I remember yeah. against Collingwood, actually, he looked pretty good. Um, but at the start of the year, and definitely the year before last, he looked. Not great. And, you know, there were concerns about his height, which are often the criticism that's leveled against him when he doesn't play well is yeah. is he just too small? Yeah. Um, it's never just, it didn't You have feel a bad some solidarity care. with him, don't you? Well, because of the fact that you, so people don't know this, but Kieran ref- regularly refers to me as limitations um, or person of small size, POS. Because he thinks that that's a bit more politically correct. Mm. Um, but anyway. A
0: bit too much information about our relationship. Well, anyway.
1: look, I, I just think the fans are asking for it. But also, you, you you regularly refer to me as the Charlie Spargo of our relationship. So mm. I feel like I need to sort of, yeah, I've got some solidarity with him. But yeah. no, he played well. He, has, he had some really nice goal assists. Mm. Um, his kicking is really good. And his field kicking is very good. And his decision making is, is excellent.
0: Yeah. He, I mean, I don't think he can kick it longer than forty five meters, but his short passes are great and his tackling is sensational.
1: I was very impressed. Yeah. You? Uh,
0: um for me it was Ed Langdon's goal. I mean, <laughs> that was truly remarkable. I could not believe it. Uh <laughs> and I love I love the commentator's commentary. It was like, is he good enough? You know, which you wouldn't say if it was like Coszy Pickett about like running in, but <laughs> is he good enough? And then he put it away. That was sensational. Yeah. Um gotta love Langdon.
1: Gotta, gotta love Langdon. Love,
0: he's just a real, He's all in devil He's everything. Um Okay, now the final of our segments. There's a maybe, lot of segments maybe, maybe in here. Maybe there's too many segments. Okay, please anyway, give us your thoughts if, on whether or
1: not this is an over... This, there's too many segments on the If this you topic. wanted
0: more segments, that's what you're getting. This is the last segment. Well,
1: do you think this will elevate us on the um, the fan forums in terms of the, their rankings of Demons Podcasts?
0: I certainly hope so. If anyone listens to this, please uh, comment on that thread. Yeah. Um, so the Rowan Bale Award, the classic award. Uh, for this the has most, always been a staple. This has been a staple for the most underrated performance of the week. Um, I think we agree on this one, Nitz.
1: I think so too, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I think it goes to James Jordan. That was mm. a pretty decent debut. I mean, I thought he was pretty well-hyped by Jordan Lewis, who, you know, sees him as the next Simon Black. I was honestly sitting there thinking, <laughs> if this guy's like Simon Black, why is he being them his first for <laughs> a year and, in a team which is, you know, crying yeah. out for greater skill and, yeah, and exactly. composure? Like, why of of is all person- the teams. Right, of all yeah. the teams. Melbourne's are like, no, we're going to
0: keep Simon yeah, Black. Yeah, we're going to hold with... back
1: Simon Black. Or anyone with even shades of Simon Black. I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, oh, I'm not sure why that guy's on the bench. But um, yeah. no, I was, I was quite impressed by his... Um, by his first goal, I was impressed by some of his kicking. Yeah,
0: he's a pretty tall guy, right? He's got some really good poise. Um, it was a very assured de- debut,
1: it really was. I think he looked yeah. really
0: solid, really, really solid. Um, yeah, I love like the look of him. Um, Sparrow had a bit of a quiet game, but I think he showed a bit as well. So I that think, draft class is a little bit.
1: Well, yeah. I thought Luke Jackson actually <laughs> showed, um, Quite a bit too. Right. A
0: bit you more know. predictable.
1: I mean, you know, look, some of the like goals
0: We're talking about kick- like Jordan and Sparrow here. It's okay, a little less obvious. Well, yeah. No, but
1: I did, I, ex- I did think it was a little bit... Unex- I, sorry, we're oscillating now between categories of, of um, awards. But I did think that Luke Jackson, you know, I was impressed by some of his marking in particular mm. at the end of the game. Mm. Um, you know, obviously he didn't convert. He wasn't having the best day in front of goals. But that's what you want to see from a young key forward. That's all yeah. you can really ask to see, to be honest, His real endeavour and attack on the football and, and good marking.
0: Absolutely. And he seemed to get better as the game the went longer on. the game went on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Very exciting to see what he can do. Um Nick's next week's game against St Kilda. Yeah. Um, which is apparently the like a Danny Frawley commemoration game, right? Focusing yeah. on suicide prevention. Time and,
1: to talk. Yeah, mm. yeah. 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 So I think it'll be a really emotional game, particularly mm. for for St Kilda. And so I right. expect them to be unbelievably.
0: And for Gus, know. right? Who's dating yeah, yeah. um Spud's daughter, right?
1: Right, right, mm. right. Yeah, no, it'll be an extremely emotional game and obviously an unbelievably worthy cause. Hmm. Um, What do you think in terms of who the outs should be?
0: Well, I think Hunt will have to come out for Hibbard, most likely. Um, Melksham, you'd think, would be a logical swap in for Neil Bullen, although Neil Bullen's usually undroppable. (laughs) It's another story. Um, You'd think Viney would come back in. Um, For Sparrow? Yeah, all three of those players played in the VFL, so you'd think they'd be all right. I'm not sure, though. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like dropping Sparrow. I'm just not sure who else you would really cut.
1: Yeah. Well, Harms is, what about Harms?
0: And then Harms is out. So then you've got another question. Um, apparently Harrison Petty played really well in the reserves.
1: We haven't seen him in a while. We haven't,
0: but I quite liked him when we did. Yeah. He's got great hands. Um, it's he not did really have a, a great
1: like debut. Like... I do distinctly remember yeah. his debut being probably one of the worst debuts.
0: His debut was shocking, but when we played him up forward a little bit. He actually um, started
1: a bit better. Yeah. He looked
0: all right. Um, and then you've got guys like Chandler who mm. didn't get a go to actually play last week, but he's showed a fair bit in the preseason. Maybe he'll get a go. Mm. Um, so, I mean, the Inns are pretty good, you have to yeah. say. Our team is, with the exception of the forward line, it's almost full strength, right?
1: Yeah, and look, and I mean, now. the Saints still have some injury issues, right? But yeah. the thing is, they will get Max Kim back this week, right? Um, which is a big in for them.
0: But they still don't have uh, Ruckman, I believe. They don't no, have Marshall. They don't have or Ryder. Or Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. So for the second week in a row, we've got Gorn playing against... God knows who,
1: Randoms, which yeah.
0: is a massive advantage. Yeah, So we might be 2-0. and o.
1: Maybe. I mean, look, I just think that the thing about St. Kilda is they're a very well-coached team. Hmm. I think they've got a really excellent... What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing specifically, Karen. <Kieran. laughs> no, but I, I, they are a very well-coached team. They're a very well-disciplined team, right? Yeah. And so I do think that they play with this, um, you know... They've got excellent endeavour. They've got really good leg speed, actually, mm. and so I don't know. Like shutting down someone like Dan Butler is no mean feat these days, really. Mm. Um, and
0: I'd, I'd back our defence at the moment. Yeah,
1: I probably would actually as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that Jack Steele is playing unbelievably well, and he has yeah. all he has for the past year and a bit, um, and he seems to have elevated himself with the captaincy as well. Mm. Um, it'll be a really interesting game. I don't know. I think no 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 ruckman against Gorn is pretty epic. I'd say. Yeah. Um, and I do back Stephen May to demolish Max King exactly which is exactly mm. what happened last year. Right. You know.
0: And you'd think Lever and Tomlinson would hopefully be able to negate memory. Well the memory always screws. Memory us. always
1: memory's like the greatest, you know. Yeah. Venice, we're the belted. we're the bunny team. We're easily yeah. the bunny team. Yeah.
0: I don't really know. I think this would be very tight. Um, I'm a little bit concerned once again about how we get the goals, but if Track does what he did last year, Maybe you can will us over the line.
1: Yeah, I think we're a bit too track dependent, which is a part that concerns me.
0: Yeah. And I
1: think that better teams will actually have a like a plan
0: yeah.
1: for how to handle Christian Petrarca, but
0: Well it'd be nice to see um your man Angus Brayshaw kind of make more of an impact, wouldn't you say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think that the, the entire midfield team needs to lift a little bit. I think I mean, that we're, we're Oliver too, was,
0: was amazing. That's
1: true in yeah. his hundredth. Yeah. He played pretty well.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I've got a feeling we're going to win this. Um, I don't know why. I just think that our team looks pretty filled out with the exception of the forward line. But the forward line is kind of a bit unpredictable at the moment. And if Tom McDonald is playing well, mm. suddenly we look pretty decent.
1: Yeah, right? I agree with that.
0: I think we're going to win this by a couple of goals. What's your prediction?
1: Mm, I think we'll win, but probably by... I think it'll be really close. I think we'll be under a kick.
0: Okay um all right it's, well great to get back into deluded and great to have uh, several segments maybe a bit bloated maybe, maybe a few, a few things, too many maybe a few too many look
1: i'd love to hear feedback from everyone yeah yeah yes. unless it's negative in which case we don't want to hear from you i'm
0: no, <laughs> kidding send us a uh, message on uh on instagram or uh more relevantly, please join our facebook group um deluded the melbourne demons fan community um and please nominate us as your favorite demons podcast yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna <laughs> assume we have a silent majority
1: you were really devastated by that weren't you Yeah, I mean, look, the debrief. Anyway, Anyway,
0: moving on. Um, Until next week. Go D's.
1: Go D's.